0: Welcome back to The Watch List. I'm Nicole Petalides. Lots of green after the red this morning and the back and forth action. Let's get right to some stock picking and some strategies for you. David Hoffman's with us, VP of analytics, senior analyst at Buy Alerts. Thanks for being with us, David. So obviously people got a little excited last week when they saw the rally, bear market rally or the starting of something else. I don't know. I mean, what's your big picture on the market at this point?
1: Yeah, Nicole, stocks like Wynn are up 45% in the last 12 days. Um, another stock that I've been keeping a close eye on, Penn National Gaming, ticker symbol P-E-N-N, up almost 7% as we speak right now. I think, though, that there is this post-COVID, post-rake hike dynamic where the percentage spreads here between the book value of the stock, sales per share, and the pre-cash flow per share, where the stock price is trading, is going to come into focus Q1 2023. And I think that there's going to be a reconciliation for some of these names to come.
0: So, you think that you should be positioned in some of these names? Would you start buying in now?
1: I think certain stocks like Penn National Gaming, who is going to be taking advantage of legislation coming online, legalizing sports betting in Ohio, whereas with Wynn shutting down a lot of their operations in Macau, Wynn hasn't reported a quarterly profit since 2019, coupled with the fact that Massachusetts, one of their biggest bets to date with the Boston Harbor property, looks like they're not going to get sports betting back online until at least Q2 2023. I think certain names in this space are overvalued versus ones that are undervalued. And if I was going to place my bets anywhere, it would be on Penn over Wynn.
0: Yeah, you talked about the uh, value sales per cash, the free cash flow, um, the Ohio call there, allowing sports betting. Um, So when you look at a name like Penn, which right now is at 3844, up about 7% today, what kind of upside do you think it really has?
1: I think there could be somewhat of a small pullback here to around the 10-day SMA on the stock, which puts it around $33.86 a share. Let's just call it $34 a share to break even here, closing that gap at around $32 a share. Um, On a pullback, I like the stock all the way to possibly $40 and above. It has a relatively low P.E. in the industry right now at 23. Um, It keeps reporting uh, quarterly profits quarter over quarter, and it has what I think is the strongest sports betting. brand online in the market right now, Barstool Sports, along with at least four physical properties in Ohio. I think they're really poised to take advantage, and they've been cutting CapEx quarter over quarter as a result.
0: Right, but you would like to see a little bit of a pullback because it's at 38 today, as you said. Um, How about a name like Zoom? Now, Zoom hit a low recently of around $70. You see some potential there? Why?
1: Uh, I was in, I had alerted a trade to Zoom uh, last week that did phenomenally well. I still think there's some meat on the bone for Zoom. I know uh, their business a little bit better because I study it. And in terms of corporate accounts, institutional accounts, I'm talking about entire municipalities, Um, There is this post-COVID dynamic where people are still dependent on Zoom, still dependent on companies like DocuSign doing more and more remotely, not coming back into the office. And I think Zoom is still going to be positioned and poised to take advantage of that. And with a relatively low P.E. here, I'm seeing it right around uh, 23 as we speak. Uh, Looking at the cash flow per share and the sales per share, I think there's a lot of upside, possibly all the way to the 200-day SMA, which puts the stock at around $100 a share.
0: Right, today I see it at 86 and change at this moment. And, you know, there are those who still depend on Zoom. I mean, when they were doing school, for example, my teenagers, they had Zoom classes. I mean, that's what they were using. Tell me about Intel. As we've seen, obviously, this group has done well. Um, AMD actually got some good calls, but why Intel?
1: I like Intel for a number of reasons. Number one is the legislative kind of geopolitical dynamic shaping up with the Chips Act on the one hand, and I think this administration is going to be extremely favorable to stocks like Intel that are trying to bring domestic chip manufacturing to a reality in 2023. Um, you look at the spread right now, it's the stock was at an eight-year low only a couple of weeks ago. Currently, it's a little above that, trading a little above $30 a share here. But I think that there's still a lot of room for growth as the stock onshore's chip development and more and more companies are going to tap infill for their Intel Foundry model like Google to make chips here at home, coupled with the fact that it has a very low PE, in my opinion, right around uh, nine right now, uh, which is a historical low and a very tight spread between the book value per share, the sales per share, and where the stock price is still trading at right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Understood. And then on the other side of the coin, you're talking about IBM, which in one month has run up over 20 percent. That's a really big move, right?
1: Yeah, correct. Um, I I think IBM here is going to be facing a tremendous amount of recessionary headwinds. You know, their business model is now focused more on consulting. I think Watson, I think their quantum chips, that's more of a vanity kind of showbiz uh, showcasing model here. I don't think there's much substance in there, especially in terms of drivers for revenue growth in a very high interest rate, high CapEx environment. I see IBM as being extremely overvalued here. I think it's due for a pullback and it's been uh, close to 40 days since it hit its 20-day SMA.
0: Yeah. David, it's great to see you. David Hawkman, VP of Analytics, Senior Analyst, Buy Alert. Thank you, David. Good to see you. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Thank you.